0: He's trying to get away, Bill. Come on, Jerry. We're heading
1: for the stairway, Bill. Stop, Talbot. Stop or I'll shoot.
2: Mr. and Mrs. North. Starring Barbara Britton and Richard Denning. Listen as Pam and Jerry solve the mystery Death with Father.
1: The Talbot building towers high above midtown Manhattan monument to the newspaper empire ruled by John Talbot. But the white-haired man behind the huge desk in the penthouse office doesn't look the part of an emperor. As he sits in the silence of his office, a silence broken only by the rhythmic ticking of the grandfather's clock standing against one high wall, he's an old man, tired and frightened. His hands tremble as he puts down a sheet of copy paper and looks at the younger man seated across the desk from him.
3: interesting story isn't it mr talbot
2: where did you get this information oh
3: come now mr talbot you know i can't answer that question it was given to me in confidence but i assure you as one newspaper man to another
2: newspaper man you the operator of a filthy little scandal sheet that would
3: turn the stomach people read the trumpet mr talbot great many people My circulation is now... I'm
2: not interested in the number of people in New York with dirty minds, Ewing. All right, Ewing. Your facts are essentially correct. My name was John Tanner, and 20 years ago I served four years in the Kansas State Penitentiary for armed robbery. Now... How much do you want? Want? To kill this story. Kill it? Well, I wouldn't consider killing that story. Ewing, will you? Of course, stop. I
3: might consider selling it to some new syndicate. Very well, Ewing. Hey, I'll
2: buy it. Let me tell you something before I do. If I were the only one concerned, you could print this filth and be hanged. But you're not the only one
3: concerned. I know, I. There's your son. If Larry ever finds out about this,
2: Ewing, I'll kill you. (laughs) Come now, Mr. Talbot. Let's I mean it. Now, how much do you want? Well, I haven't given it much thought. How much, Ewing? $25,000.
3: Miss Bayard. Yes, Mr. Talbot. Draw a check for $25,000. Oh, one moment, Mr. Talbot. Well. There's another condition. An even more important one, in fact. Hold that check, Miss Bayard. Yes, sir. What is the other condition? That you sponsor me for membership in the copyright club. Why? It would help me a great deal professionally. Undoubtedly. But I won't do it. Why not? The only qualification for membership is that one be an editor or publisher. If you think I'd sponsor
2: a man of your Then I'm afraid
3: this story of your past indiscretion will be published in the trumpet
2: after all. Now, see uh, here, Ewing. Good afternoon, Mr. Talbot. Uh, Ewing, wait. Even if I did sponsor you, you'd you'd never be admitted to the copyright club. I realize
3: it's an exclusive club, but you're an influential man, and I can see there's no point in discussing it. No, uh, Ewing,
2: wait, wait. I I can't promise anything, but but I'll see what I can do. Give me some time, will you?
3: All right, Mr. Talbot. I'll give you exactly uh, 24 hours. I'll pick up the check on the way out, but... Meanwhile, I'll hold this story.
1: Pam. Gary!
0: Oh, darling, you're late.
1: I'm sorry, dear. Well, dinner's
0: ready, so come on. Uh,
1: Look, darling, uh, could we hold dinner for a little while? John Talbot called me just as I was leaving the office and asked if he could stop by here and see me.
0: does he want?
1: Well, I don't know exactly. Something to do with the copyright club. Why I ever let them talk me into taking the job of membership director, I'll never know.
0: It is taking an awful lot of time, isn't it? Yeah,
1: more than I ever thought I'd have. Oh, that must be Talbot now. Hello, Jerry. John, come in. Thank you. Good evening, Sam.
0: Nice to see you again, John.
1: Uh, Let's go into the living room, huh?
2: Would you care for a cocktail? No, 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 thanks, Jerry. Here, sit down. Oh, thanks. Jerry, I I have a favor to ask. A rather large favor, I'm afraid. Shoot. Well, I I happen to know that you're going to receive an application for membership in the copyright club from a man named uh, Kent Ewing. Kent Ewing? You know him?
1: Is it the same man who's publisher of The Trumpet? Yeah, yeah. And he's going to apply for a membership in the copyright club? Oh, brother, what a nerve.
0: What do you mean, Jerry?
1: Well, if you'd ever seen a copy of the Trumpet Pan, you'd know what I mean. It's, it's a scandal sheet, one of the most vicious I've ever seen. Well, I'll make sure he's blackballed so fast... Jerry,
2: uh, wait. Don't oppose Ewing's application. What? I know I'm asking a lot, but... To... Well, why shouldn't I oppose it? I can't tell you that. I'm just asking you as, as a friend, not to... But you know what kind of a man Ewing is? I I know. I I know, Jerry, but... Well, I, I wish you'd overlook what Ewing is, and... Oh, I'm sorry, John, but no, I can't overlook
0: it. Jerry, don't, don't you think... Now, you he...
2: stay out of this, man.
1: Look, we've been friends a long time, John. I wish I could help you, but I can't. If Kent Ewing applies for membership in the Copyright Club, I'll have to blackball him. That final? Yes.
2: All right, Jerry...
1: John, I don't get it. Why should a man like you want Ewing in the club? What
2: is it? Nothing, Jerry. Nothing that I can't handle. Another way...
4: Talbert, Come in,
2: Miss Bayard.
4: I came back to the office to pick up some things, and I, I saw your light. Is anything wrong, Mr. Talbot?
2: Why do you ask?
4: You look so tired. Have you talked to Larry?
2: Larry? No.
4: He's in town. He called here just after you left. The Wilsons invited him down from school for the weekend. He's staying at their apartment.
2: I'll telephone him.
4: Mr. Talbot, what is it?
2: That's what, Miss Bayard?
4: You're sitting there looking at me as though...
2: You're a remarkable girl, Miss Bear, to appear so innocent after what you've done. That takes nerve as well as talent.
4: What are you talking about? But you
2: should have realized that I'd know immediately how Kent Ewing found out about me. What? When I had to entrust you with a story in applying for my passport, I told you that no one, not even my son, knew about John Tanner, didn't I? I don't know
4: what you're talking about.
2: I can't understand why you went to Ewing. You didn't need the services of a professional blackmailer.
4: Blackmailer? Is that why Kent Ewing was here this afternoon?
2: Are you going to pretend you didn't know?
4: And you think that I... You're out of your mind. I never saw Kent Ewing before today. I know who he is, what he is, yes, but you to think that I...
2: Oh, it's insane. Yeah, it was insane. Me to think I could depend on your royalty.
4: You could depend on it. And so could...
2: Larry. You're the only one who knew who I was, what I was. Unless, of course, you told someone who might have gone to Kent Ewing.
4: No, I... I didn't tell anyone.
2: Then there was no one except yourself to tell Ewing about me, was there? Well?
4: No, Mr. Talbot. No one. <laughs>
5: Well, surprise, surprise, Susan. Hello, Larry. Well, come in, come in. Here, let me have your coat. Ah, here we are. Now you just stand there a minute, and let me get a squint at you. I'm not surprised that you've forgotten what I look like. Ah, uh-uh, now we well, mustn't be bitter. Mustn't we? Ah, oh, come on now, Sue. You, you shouldn't. Don't touch me, Larry. Hey, what's the matter with you?
4: Among other things, I hate myself for letting a vain, egotistical college boy make a fool of me. Oh,
5: for crying out loud, Susan. You didn't take last summer seriously, did you? Yes. Oh, I, uh, I didn't know. Or care.
4: But now I realize how serious last summer was to you. What do you mean? Kent Ewing came to see your father today.
5: Kent Ewing? I don't know any Kent Ewing.
4: You're a liar.
5: All right, Susan. Yes, I know Kent Ewing.
4: And you told him what I told you about your father.
5: Oh, that's right. Drink? No. Larry, how could you? I could do it because I had to.
4: If you need money, why didn't you go to your father? Because I'm
5: sick of going to father. I want some money of my own to spend. When I want, where I want, and how I want.
4: How much did Kent Ewing pay you?
5: I'm getting 10000 Oh, Larry, you... Oh, come off it, will you? Stop making a big tragedy out of this. Dad'll never miss the money. He pays Ewing. Ewing pays me. Dad goes on thinking I don't know anything about John Tanner. Nobody gets hurt. Everybody gets what they want. Anything wrong with that?
4: Larry, listen to me. You can't do this. I've already done it. If your father ever finds out what you've done, and well, he won't
5: find out unless, of course, you tell him. Where are you going?
4: To see your father. Wait.
5: Why didn't you tell him right away? Why did you wait to see me first? Because I... I'll tell you, because you're in love with me.
4: In love with you?
5: Yes. Susan, close that door and listen to me.
4: No, I'm going Just to... for a minute. Well?
5: I meant what I said last summer, Susan.
4: Larry, stop I'm it. I'm telling Don't...
5: you the truth. I love you. That's why I stopped seeing you. You know what Dad would have done if I told him I wanted to quit school and marry you? He should have said... All right, here's your hat, watch your hurry, you'd better find yourself a job. Would
4: that have been so terrible?
5: Oh, no, not for a little while, but in spite of his bad heart, Dad may live for years Don't or...
4: talk like that, Larry.
5: Well, I don't have to anymore. I have a date with Ewing in an hour. In an hour, I'm going to have $10,000. We can be married right away. We can have fun. Susan. Don't, Larry. $10,000 can buy a lot of fun, Susan.
4: Larry, please. Come
5: here. Miss nice, Susan? Will you? Oh, Larry.
4: Larry.
0: Jerry? Hmm? Are you still awake?
1: Yeah. Mind if I turn on the light and have a cigarette?
0: Of course not. There's some cigarettes on the dresser. Thanks. You've been lying awake thinking of John Talbot, haven't you? Yeah. So have I. And I think I've figured it out.
1: I think I have, too. Kent Ewing must know something about John. Mm-hmm. And Ewing is threatening to publish it in that paper of his unless Talbot gets him into the copyright club.
0: That's the only thing that makes sense. But why would membership in the club be that important to this man Ewing?
1: Well, for a lot of reasons to a guy as ambitious as Ewing. He'd meet a lot of important, reputable people. It'd give him a cloak of respectability.
0: Darling, we have to do something.
1: Oh, now, just a minute, Pam. This is none of our affair. Jerry? Darling, there is nothing we can do.
0: But there is. What? Talk to Kent Ewing. What? Yes, Jerry, listen. Go to Ewing and tell him that John Talbot did all he could for him, oh, and that... And
1: th- reasoning with a man like Ewing is like trying to appeal to the better nature of a rattlesnake.
0: But it would be worth trying, wouldn't it? Well.
1: <sighs> yeah. All right, I'll, I'll think about it.
0: Then you can think about it on the way.
1: On the way where? To
0: Kent Ewing's, wherever he lives. We're going to go see him right now, tonight. Now hurry up and get dressed.
3: Come in, Larry, come in. Now, right in here. Sorry I had to make our appointment so late. Well, that's all right. In my business, most of the work is done at night. Uh, take that chair by the fire. Oh,
5: Thanks. You saw dad today?
3: Yes. May I fix your drink? No, thanks. <laughs> All you want the money, eh? And that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, look, Larry, I, uh, I'm i afraid I'm going to have to disappoint you. What? Yes. You see, I've had a great many expenses lately trying to expand the trumpet and that sort of thing, you know. And so Get to the I... point, Ewing. The point is that I've decided I need the entire 25000 Why, you... Relax, Larry. Now, listen, you're not going to get away with anything like this. I'm not.
5: No, I want my money and I want it right now.
3: And what are you going to do if you don't get it? <laughs> Expose me? I hardly think so. would be rather short-sighted of you to let your father know how I found out about him. He'd disinherit you like that. Your 10000 right now would cost you a million eventually. Oh, that would be just plain poor business on your part. I want my money, you. <laughs> Look, my boy, you should put down that poker.
5: You heard me, didn't you? Don't be a fool, Larry. You I want my money. Stay away from me. Do I get it or don't I? Stay away. I want my money. <laughs>
1: We are.
0: It's Ewing's apartment. It must be down this way.
1: Yeah. I wish you hadn't been so unreasonable about not waiting until tomorrow.
0: Well, tomorrow might be too late.
1: Yeah, and on the other hand, it might still be plenty of time. You should have at least let me telephone and see if Ewing is in.
0: And give him a chance to tell us he wouldn't see us. Oh, no, darling. We're not going... Oh, here. 7.13. Ring the bell, Jerry. Ring again. Oh, no,
1: it's no use, Pam. Ewing is... not Jerry! M- what? Listen. I don't hear it. Wait. Did you hear it? That's someone moaning.
0: Try the door. Oh, thank goodness it's unlocked. Come on. <gasps> oh, Jerry. Good Lord. Jerry, is it Kent Ewing? Yeah. And he's dead. Oh, Jerry. Easy, man. What happened to him?
1: Well, Talbot said he could handle his problem another way. It looks like he has.
2: Go on, Jerry. Well, that's it, Bill.
1: We heard Ewing moaning, came in, found him dead, and called you.
2: And you don't have any idea what Ewing might have had on friend Talbot? No. Well, uh, could you make any guesses? No.
0: Gollies, Bill, you sound like there's no question in your mind that John Talbot killed Kent Ewing. Oh,
1: darling, let's not kid ourselves. Talbot killed Ewing. He must have. It's partly my fault. If I hadn't been so righteous about the copyright club, this wouldn't have happened. No, no, take it easy, Jerry. Look, uh, where does Talbot live? He has a home in Greenwich and an apartment on Park Avenue.
2: I'll try the apartment first. May I come with you? Yes, but I I suggest that you and Pam go
1: home and look. Talbot's a friend of mine, Bill. I'd like to come.
2: Okay, let's go.
5: Come on in.
4: Larry, what is it? Why have you brought me here?
5: Apartment's dark. Dad must have gone out to Greenwich. Let's go in the living room. I'll get the lights. I could use a drink.
4: Larry, what's the matter? What do you mean? Well, you're so nervous. Jumping. I'm all right. Larry, did anything happen when you went to see Kent Ewing?
5: I showed you the money. I got the money, didn't I? Yes, but... Well, then what could have happened? Everything's all right, except we're going to have to go away. Go away? Why? Because it'll be easier than staying around here. After all, even though Dad doesn't know I tipped off Ewing, he thinks you did, and he won't exactly do a jig when he finds out we've been married.
4: Larry... Do you really love me? Do you really want to marry me? Or are you lying again, just...
2: just stalling to keep me
4: quiet? I told you, I love you.
5: I want to marry you.
2: I'm happy to hear that, Larry. Dad! Mr. Talbot! It's true, I'm happy you found someone beside yourself to love.
5: I... I thought you were in Greenwich. No, no,
2: I was just in my study, sitting in the dark, thinking and listening. Dad, I... I did hear right, didn't I? You did say something about my not knowing that you're the one who went to Ewing... Yeah, I can see I did. Myself. My
5: appreciative, loyal son. Now, don't start reading me a lecture on how much you've done for me. Larry. I didn't ask you to steal for me. It was your own idea. But for 20 years, you've been excusing yourself by, by trying to believe that it was for me. All for me. You miserable... Mr.
0: Talbot. Mr. Talbot, what
5: is
0: it? Uh, uh, uh... Oh, Mr. Talbot. Dad. Oh, Larry, it's his heart. Uh, I'll call Dr. Harris.
5: Never mind. He's dead.
0: Oh, no. Oh, Larry.
5: Stop it. (laughs) What's there to cry about?
4: Larry. This
5: couldn't have worked out any better if if it had been planned this way. Larry, don't. Well, it's true. Instead of crying, you should be shouting for joy. By now, you'll be marrying a man who's about to inherit a million dollars. Larry, will you... And there's another thing. Something did happen when I went to see Kent Ewing. What? He tried to hold out on me, and I killed him. <gasps> but we're going to let Dad take the credit for it.
4: You mean you're going to say it was your father that killed Kent Ewing? That's
5: exactly what I mean. Why not? It won't make any difference to Dad.
4: But you killed Kent Ewing. You said... Yes, that... and
5: I did a lot of people a favor. No, they ought to give medals for killing leeches like Ewing.
4: Was he so much worse than we are? Ah,
5: Susan, darling, come off it.
4: Let me go, no, Larry. No, now you
5: listen to me. What you decide right now is for Keith, for the rest of your life. You can have money, or you can go back to pounding a typewriter, being a secretary, working the rest of your life. Which is it going to be?
4: I don't know, All Larry. All you have to
5: do, Susan, is back up my story. Larry. Right. I don't know who that is, Susan, but I have to answer it. Will you back up my story? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good girl. Now, get on the phone. Call Dr. Harrison. <laughs> Mr. Mrs. North, come in. Dad, something's happened to him. What? In the living room. Oh.
1: Come on, Bill. Right.
5: What is it, Larry? It's hard, I guess. I...
1: There.
2: Let me take a look.
5: Did you reach Dr. Harrison, Miss Baird? He doesn't answer.
2: Yeah, I'm afraid it doesn't make any difference. He's dead? Yep.
0: Oh, Jerry.
2: Dad. Tell me,
1: what happened here? Larry, this is Lieutenant Wagon of Homicide. Homicide?
5: Then... Then you know. Know what? About Kent Ewing.
2: You know he's dead murdered. What do you know about him?
5: Dad. Dad killed him.
2: How do you know that?
5: Dad told me. Us. Susan, um, Baird, Dad's secretary, and I were out together this evening. He stopped here for nightcap before I took her on home. Dad was here. He told us what happened. And what was that? Well, this man Ewing had dug up something about Dad's past and was trying to blackmail him. Dad went to his apartment to see him. They argued, Dad said, and... And in the heat of it, he picked up a poker from beside the fireplace and beat Ewing with it. Dad was going to call the police and give himself up, but then a moment ago he groaned, fell to the floor, and, well, then you rang.
2: I see. Miss Baird. Yes. You can substantiate this, can you? Well, why should she have to substantiate it? Just routine, Mr. Talbot. Miss Baird?
0: Yes, Lieutenant. Mary, uh, did your father tell you what it was that Kent Ewing had found out about him?
5: Well, yes, it had something to do with a prison term Dad had served in Kansas 20 years ago under the name of John Tanner. Ewing threatened to publish the information unless Dad paid him $25,000.
1: And sponsored him for membership in the copyright club.
5: What? Oh, yes. Dad did mention something about that, too.
0: I can't imagine your father letting a man like Kent Ewing bluff him like
5: that. But Dad wasn't thinking of himself. He was thinking of me. You? Yes. He never wanted me to find out what he'd done or that he'd done it for me. You see, Dad served a prison term for armed robbery. He held up a drugstore. He did it because he was broke and didn't have a job and, and couldn't get one. And my mother had died when I was born because Dad couldn't afford a doctor. But he didn't want me to know that. Well, it wouldn't have made any difference to me, but he thought it would. My father was a wonderful man. One of the most Stop wonderful it! men that... Stop it! Stop it! Susan! Don't but didn't kill Kent Ewing. Susan! It's all a
4: lie. Shut Everything up! Everything we've told you's been a lie. You shut up! He killed he Ewing! You...
1: Go! Let go over Talbot. Danger! He's trying to get away, Bill. Come on. Stop, Talbot. Stop or I'll shoot. He's heading for the stairway. Talbot, stop. Oh. You will hit him, Bill. Call the police ambulance, Jerry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, what happened? Larry wouldn't stop. Bill shot him.
0: Is he... Is he badly hurt?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I...
0: I couldn't
4: stand it anymore. When I heard the story he told you, it, it all how you seemed to believe it. I knew everything he'd said to me about loving me and... And wanting to
0: marry me were lies, too. And I couldn't stand it. I don't care what happens to me. Nothing is going to happen to you, Miss Baird. You're going to be all right.
1: Oh, Pam, dear, it's after four in the morning. Now stop being silly and let me go to sleep.
0: Jerry, tell me. Is there...
1: Oh, for the... All right, darling, I'll tell you. Yes, there is a deep, dark secret in my past. Just as there was in John Talbot's.
0: Oh, Jerry, what?
1: Uh, I once fell into the hands of the police, and they were pretty rough on me. I spent several hours in jail before Bill Wagon got me out. But it really wasn't my fault. Oh? No, my downfall was brought about by a woman. A woman I loved.
0: Jerry North!
1: A woman who had no respect for the law. A real enemy of society.
0: When did this happen, and how did it happen, and just exactly who was this woman?
1: Well, it was like this, dear. This woman had a habit of ignoring parking tickets. She accumulated five of them. And since the car was registered in my name, I was arrested, jailed, hauled into court. Hey, uh, and...
0: turn off the light and let's go to sleep. Uh, I've decided I don't really care about your past after all.
2: This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.